0: Welcome back to our last Halloween month episode. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Get three for the price of... Nothing. Yeah,
1: yeah, I don't really know where I was going with that.
0: But yeah. uh, We don't make you pay for this.
1: (laughs) So we did Night of the Living Dead. Which, for some reason, I didn't realize was, like, a black-and-white film.
0: Yeah, I think that it's like Psycho, where they chose to do black-and-white for budget regions, um, but possibly just because maybe he thought it looked better. Um, I know that I've read a fact about that at some point, but... They
1: did... They had, like, a really low budget for this. Yeah. I do know that, so I'm sure that's why. This was, like, the first film that uh, their production company did, because... I looked up some trivia too, (laughs) and yeah, it was like, they were working as like television uh, commercial producers, and they were like, we're sick of this, this is boring, we want Mm -hmm. to do something else. (laughs) And this
0: is definitely not boring, I will give it that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The fake blood was also pretty much whatever they felt like using, because it was black and white, so it could be chocolate syrup or ink or whatever. So what did you think of this? You hadn't seen it yet. Yeah, I hadn't seen it. I haven't seen any of the other
1: Romero zombie movies either and I'm going to I'm going to after this probably because I, I I like I, I did enjoy this quite a bit. It definitely like um it was so like zombie survival 101 <laughs> to me and yeah. it was like it was really cool seeing kind of like the origins of the zombie genre like this, at least the modern day zombies mm-hmm. and like the shooting in the head. You set it on fire, you want to board up the house,
0: don't stay in the cellar. <laughs> Even though it ends up being the cellar was the safest place. Yeah. Yeah, I think that this really was, like, the first sort of zombie movie that came about because before this, zombies were more of, like, a, a mythological creature, almost, from yeah. voodoo ceremonies and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, and this kind of, like, made it more,
1: like, ordinary thing that could just happen in modern times because of the radiation, because, you know, 60s, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and, like, they don't even say the word zombie in this movie, they call them ghouls, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting.
0: I think that that's the thing in a lot of zombie movies, is that they don't say the word zombie. Yeah. Which is always funny. I feel like it's usually the self-aware ones that use the term. Yeah, like, zombie land, obviously. Yeah. Zombies, but yeah. I am not really scared of zombies anymore, but there was a time when the whole zombie craze was first coming about, you know, in the last, like, ten years or whatever, when I was, like, pretty scared of them. (laughs) This movie, I don't think really... Would have scared me at any point, though, no, just because it's it's older.
1: It, I mean, there's a, a, there's some gross bits for sure. Like when they're eating the people, mm-hmm. it was kind of like, Ew. I feel like at the time this would have been really, really scary, though. Yeah. In the sense that, like, it was just like so. They're, the bits that are just like so gory. Yeah, for especially for
0: the time, yeah. Yeah, because
1: 1968. I mean that was like the the horror. I feel like horror films didn't really start getting gory, from what I know at least until like the seventies. Mm-hmm. So maybe this kind of like ushered in that era a bit. I don't know. I'm not yeah. up on my fil- uh, film history of
0: horror because films. <laughs> once you get to like the slasher genre in the seventies, in the then it starts getting to be all about the kills. Yeah. Instead of the, the plot or the story, whatever. Yeah, the characters. We mentioned that in our Psycho episode, too, that it, there really wasn't anything that particularly gory, but it was more shocking back then.
1: Yeah. And also just kind of, like, the mood of these two. And something, like, the fact that, like, basically, the protagonist, if there is really a protagonist in this film, was a black man in 1968. Mm-hmm. And a very, well, and like, they wasn't, like, a caricature of a black person. Like, it wasn't, like, some kind of, like, racist stereotype. It was just, like, a very pragmatic practical uh black man in 1968 i thought that was really cool
0: this is one of the first major roles that went to a black man that wasn't specifically written for a a specific race and they actually considered other races instead of just being like oh the default is white yeah that's that's good that's very good um, he died super young. Dwayne Jones is the actor that played Ben, and for some reason I thought his name was Sam in this movie. I'd only seen it once before, and I don't know why. Were you thinking of Sam from Holes? Uh, no, I don't- <laughs> I think I just was like, it's a three-letter name, and it just seems like that's like a protagonist name, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, don't yeah. know why, um, but I do love Sam and Holes. Um... <laughs> who doesn't love salmon holes? Only a fucking monster <laughs> Well, yeah. I, I like that movie in general. I feel like yeah. some people probably don't like the movie anymore. But uh, but yeah, he, he, I guess, basically had a heart attack and he was only 51, which is really oh, sad. Oh, yikes.
1: That is really sad.
0: But a, a bunch of the actors from this movie were um, involved with like a lot of other careers other than acting. Like, yeah. for example, he was in charge of the literature department at a college and, um, helped out the Peace Corps with an English language training program. Wow. And so he was, like, a scholar before he was acting, which is pretty cool. And then I yep. think the, the, the kid that burns up in the car, he also, um, had, like, a, a weird career path. He was, like, a chiropractor <laughs> at some point and wrote <laughs> aca- cool. academic papers about chiropractor stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's always what's cool about low budget films is because people who act and only act for a living, they can't most of the time can't afford to do low budget stuff, so you don't see them in it. And then you have people who basically act because they really want to act, but they also have like regular day jobs too, and that's always interesting to see.
0: Yeah. Ooh, my voice did something funny right there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, yeah, I think, and, uh, you know, in the age of the movie star, sometimes they just think that they're too good to act in in budget films, or indie films, so to speak, aren't actually indie films anymore.
1: Yeah. I mean, the thing is, though, when you're at that level, you have a certain, like, pay threshold, but you don't necessarily- yeah. if you have enough money, you don't necessarily have to take a certain salary, but I guess- I don't know, there's probably some real reasons behind it. Greed, <laughs> it's like, like 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 union reasons or SAG reasons or something. Yeah, like that. No, I know, but, uh, <laughs> probably something like that. But yeah, also greed probably yeah. is what drives that
0: mostly. <laughs> so I had actually only seen this before as a riff tracks event. I went with my friends. I actually went with Robert, who was on the podcast before, um, and our mutual friend. So I this seeing it for the first time without a commentary track was a little bit different for me um they didn't like talk over any of the important lines or anything like that i feel like you you cheated then a little bit (laughs) a little bit
1: (laughs) a little you didn't see the pure version of this movie (laughs) Um,
0: i mean i feel like they they didn't just talk over the entire thing you know yeah um but something interesting about the movie is because, it was, because it was so low, low budget, God, I can't speak today. I've had a very weird week. It's just it's that time of the week where I'm on my depressive spiral. Uh, <laughs> just just another you. Thursday, you know? It's fine. <laughs> yeah. The dog comes over and sneezes at me. Um, because this was so low budget, and I think it was like a clerical error or something when they were filing not a patent but their rights to the movie something went wrong so they actually the the movie was basically in the public domain for a really long time yeah and that's why a lot of other movies that you've seen if there's something that they're watching on TV a lot of the time it's not a living dead because they were able to use that without having to pay royalties or give credit or whatever yeah, the, they have to the buy the rights is. to the film yeah yeah uh
1: Watching this, though, too, the beginning, where she's, like, running away and her shoes fall off and stuff, and, like, you know, the zombies are slow moving, it just immediately makes me think of the kids in the hall sketch, if you've seen it, where, like, the zombies run over, and then, like, the girl, she, like, throws her shoes off, and they keep running, and then she has her shoes on again in the next shot, and she throws them off again over <laughs> and over, until the end where she throws her shoes at the zombies, and they collapse, and the camera zooms in, it's like, we're safe, but for how long? <laughs>
0: I haven't seen that sketch. Uh, I should send that to you later. <laughs> it does remind me of it. I, I did like that she falls over and she's just like, okay, well, these are gone now. I'm kicking yeah. my shoes off and I'm just going to keep running. Probably more of a hindrance anyway. I mean,
1: they weren't like stiletto heels, but still.
0: Yeah, any sort of heels are hard to run in. Yeah. If it were me, I mean, probably not, but, if the you know, you would like to think that you would do a loop around this guy walking very slowly. Go back to your dead brother. Get the car key from him, and then drive away. But well, at least... you don't
1: necessarily know that he's not just gonna speed up at any point. At that point, as far as she knows, he's just like a normal person, Like, and he's just like dude. walking slowly because unknown reasons.
0: Yeah, it's very true. And that shot, of course, we have the iconic line of "They're coming to get you, Barbara," and yeah. the shot of the guy just coming into the frame slowly. And, you know, you know that something's not right, and she walks near him, and you're like, don't do it, but <laughs> he attacks her.
1: Yeah. I also appreciated the fact that the first zombie that we see kind of has a resemblance to Frankenstein's monster from uh, the original sil- uh, original film. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a nice touch. Whether it was intentional or not, it was a nice <laughs>
0: touch. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure if it was intentional. I mean, I think it's just the, like, the groundskeeper, right? Yeah. Uh, So we haven't
1: introduced (laughs) ourselves. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm Jackie. I'm Lita.
0: And this is Why Haven't You Watched That?
1: Also, the sign in the beginning, where it's like, cemetery ahead and there's like blood spattered on it. It's like, well, this was your first red flag, (laughs) then maybe you shouldn't go into this cemetery. I know that would creep me out for sure. Yeah. If I was going in and saw there was a bunch of blood on a sign, I'd be like, maybe let's not go. You know? (laughs) I mean, it could just be blood from an animal that someone shot, but you know, uh, maybe let's not do this. (laughs) I didn't
0: actually... notice it probably because I was just like starting it up and being like getting situated on the couch you know yeah um but yeah I would definitely turn back especially because they are saying they're like oh it's 8 p.m. and it's still light out um daylight saving time is so stupid and we started at five I'm like who starts to drive three hours away on a Sunday at 5 p.m. you just wait till next weekend you know and also like what I, I don't know any graveyards that are still open at that time to be totally honest with you <laughs> well there's plenty that are just the gates are just open whenever i've been to graveyards at night true i don't know i've all the graveyards i've ever seen have always been like locked up after
1: a certain time
0: yeah probably so kids can't do dumb shit yeah <laughs> like we went and took pictures at one um at ours at night and actually this is a, a the little creepy halloween spooky story um <laughs> it started raining so we were leaving and we weren't doing anything like disrespectful or whatever like voguing on anyone's grave you know (laughs) like (laughs) we were just like oh let's check out the cemetery at night and take pictures and of like the spooky trees and the headstones in the background and we'll like stay on the driveway you know whatever we weren't like running around in the grass (laughs) or anything crazy like that but it started raining so we got back in the car and we're leaving and as we're driving out of there I thought I saw a person, like, going to cross the road, and I was going to say to my friend, oh, watch out for that person, but then as we got closer, there was no one there, and I looked behind me, and there was no one, like, I couldn't see anything, um, so I didn't say anything, because I was like, well, I don't want to freak them out, but I definitely saw a person that looked like they were crossing the road in front of us, and then there was nothing, and it was really creepy. (laughs) That's like...
1: The, the, The creepiest stuff
0: seems to happen to you. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Not not as much as as some other stories I've heard from people, but that's definitely one of the few things that's happened to me in my my life that's been like, Oh, maybe uh maybe there is something else going on.
1: <laughs> that actually just reminded me another anecdote about graveyards that is actually extremely funny to this. Uh my freshman year of high school, um, our final project for our TV production class was to make a music video, and part of mine was set in a graveyard. There's conveniently a graveyard right down uh, the street from my school, so we shot some stuff there, and like, uh, one of my friends was in it. And I didn't realize until like much later, he was wearing a Night of the Living Dead shirt <laughs> for a funeral scene. <laughs> nice. Which was like, we couldn't reshoot it oh uh, there's a lot going on with that music video
0: but yes relevant <laughs> i mean it was just a school production right yeah yeah we were 14 one. it was fine yeah. actually,
1: i actually put an effort which is why i got an a so it's still like a bunch of the other people in my class
0: yeah that's the sort of thing that like people should be happy to do because it's like a cool assignment but then a lot it of is. the times people just treat it like a goof off yeah
1: i know I, people treat that like Like, the thing is, that class was, like, easy if you just paid any attention. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, people still managed to fuck it up somehow. I don't know.
0: (laughs) But- (laughs) My computer fluency class in college. (laughs) (laughs) I literally attended class, like, twice because everything was online and you could turn everything in online. And well, there were still people that were on the Facebook group being like, when is this due? What are we supposed to do for this project? How does this work? And it's like, it's literally Excel. Like, like get your shit together, man. Yeah, Come like, on. how did you he... make it to college? I don't understand.
1: <laughs> God. But um, something I really liked about this movie, speaking of shooting stuff, I, awkward segue, um, is that, like, everything, it, everything in this movie is, like, interesting to look at. Like, there was never any moment in this movie where I was, like bored by the cinematography or by the shot composition or everything it feels like so much like thawing care was put into every single shot in this movie yeah and framing, i really like sure. that
0: um the framing on barbara especially when she's basically just going catatonic yeah it's it does kind of suck because at the beginning she seems like a fine character, you know, she's smart enough to
1: yeah. to kick
0: off her heels and to, to take the parking brake off and coast down the hill so that she's farther away from this guy and she finds a house and gets inside and and tries to protect herself, but...
1: The second minute. anyone else shows up, like she just instantly. I mean, I can. I, I mean, it makes sense. It does. That once you finally stop to realize what the fuck just happened, then just like break down. But it's also like so frustrating to watch. Like I wrote the note. Like, oh god, useless fucking white lady. <laughs> and, it's yeah. just like...
0: and she's just not like she it, hasn't come to terms with the fact that her brother died, and she still is like, oh, he's totally gonna be alive. He's gonna be fine. We have to go back for him. But, you know, she knows he's dead, we know he's dead.
1: Yeah, it was frustrating to watch after, especially after the last two films that we did that had such, like, active female protagonists who were, like, trying to solve the problems and, like, were on top of their shit and trying to survive and then watching this movie where, you know, she just, like, dissolves into a wreck. Yep. It was kind of frustrating.
0: Yeah, she, like, feebly helps hold up some boards while Ben boards up the the windows and yeah. that's that's pretty much it. She comes to help at the end when the the zombies are snatching at the at Mrs. Cooper, I think. Cooper yeah. is the name. Um and that's, you know, then she's just like, "Oh, I'll just go outside and be with them." And then she gets apparently torn to bits, I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, and also when Johnny was at the door in my head, I, I'm glad you could finally get this reference now. I immediately went, "Here's Johnny." <laughs> <In my head.
0: laughs> Well, I mean, I I would have gotten that reference. I mean, no, but like, it's the added layer
1: of the shining on it. Yeah, as well, but still,
0: yeah, that, that is that is funny. Maybe that's no, it's not. I was gonna make a joke, and it, it the setup is not there. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice try, nice try. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, Ben comes in and he's like, okay, so it, I've seen some horrible shit, much more horrible shit than you've seen. I'm boarding up all the windows you know trying to collect some food we're trying to see if we can get out of there or get to the gas pump whatever i can handle these ones they're not that tough um he's like got a pretty good handle on things you know yeah
1: Yeah, like i i want to yeah if if i wound up in that situation he's the dude he's the dude you want to be stuck in a house with he yeah yeah he just was on top of everything
0: I did like that a lot of the exposition was done on the radio and the TV. Yes,
1: that was very good. That was, because the thing is, the characters need the exposition, too, and that's what makes Mm -hmm. it feel more organic, because the characters don't know what's going on. It's not like one of those things where, like, someone's expositioning, everyone's like, yeah, we know, we know this already. This is just for the benefit of the audience that you're saying this. But no, the characters need to know this info,
0: too. Yeah. I feel like that's become a precedent in the genre, too, like, learning about what's going on from from TV and it's become kind of stale at this point but it is realistic for that to be you know the main sort of alert you have to what's yeah. going on in I the mean world. how else
1: are you going to find out what's going
0: on just <laughs> observing I guess
1: like, especially in that time period all you got is the radio and the TV
0: Yeah I feel like now th- there's a lot more focus on like the hopelessness of it and Well, we don't know what the scope of it is, and who's doing what to help out, and where people are going to get help, and if they're making it there safely. Um, And another thing that I like is that these zombies actually make sense. They move slow, (laughs) they go down pretty easy, The, the horde is the only part that's, like, obviously not good. Yeah. If it's just, like, one of them, it's pretty easy to get away, but when it's, like, the mob, it's, yeah. like, there's too many of them. And it's scary when their numbers are are greater. What
1: films were the... what? Which was the one that was started the whole thing with, like, zombies moving fast? I don't know which one it was.
0: Um, I feel like that's much more 28 modern. 28 Days Later, maybe? Yeah, that's what I was thinking probably Because they're infected with rage, and they're not technically dead. It's, like, yeah. a rabies virus. Yeah, yeah. So they're not technically the undead. There's other ones, like World War Z, I think that it's a similar thing, like it's a rage virus, but then there's so many that there's just varying levels of sensical, logical (laughs) aspects to it. Like, if it's a dead person and they've been reanimated, they shouldn't be moving quickly. There should be ones that are more decayed than others. There should be ones that can't move because... They, you know, don't have any muscle mass or skin or organs left. Yeah. And I've always thought that even if there was some sort of zombie apocalypse, as long as people aren't complete idiots and just keep getting bitten, which of course would happen for at least a little while. Yeah. (laughs) uh, But eventually, you know, bodies decay pretty rapidly when left out to the elements. And obviously you have some sort of mystical... Um, element in most of these movies to where well it doesn't matter they're reanimated so <laughs> we can make up the rules as we go along. Yeah. But it's still a, a dead body and if you are in extreme cold or extreme heat you're gonna decay much faster.
1: Yeah so it's like a waiting game pretty yeah.
0: much. Go out on a boat and have enough food and water and wait like two months and everything will be fine. Right? Except- Probably. If it's airborne, or... Yeah, but it's, like,
1: one of the virus ones. Mm-hmm. Then it's different, but... Corpses coming back to life.
0: They can't last. <laughs> you know? No. So that's why I've always been like, well, if it happened, you know, it's it's obviously not gonna be that bad. Right? Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, this movie followed that rule. Yes. And we also have the roving band of white men with their guns and <laughs> yeah, you're like coming to save the day and then last second shoot him
1: right in the fucking head i was i was like hoping this wouldn't happen i was mm-hmm. like because i didn't know how the movie ended i was like please don't let them let them just shoot him assuming he's a zombie please please and yep. they did and i was like son
0: yeah, it was really no. sad seeing that for the first time. Oh. Like everybody was like, "No!" I wrote "No" in like <laughs> really big capital letters because it's like you make it through all of that, and I I do I really hate that. I mean, this isn't I don't love this movie. Like I think it's a it's a good horror movie and a good. It obviously sparked a whole movement and genre, you know. Yes, um, yeah. but I definitely I don't like endings like that where Where there's there's something hope yeah there's no hope there's there's some sort of tragedy you made it through all this stuff and then you still um you're you're just killed because reasons yeah (laughs) and and it's just sad and there's hope obviously in the sense that they're pretty effectively wiping out all the zombies like they they're taking care of it you know like there's no real question i don't think that oh, is this going to keep going on? Is it going to be an apocalypse scenario? No, it's like a night of mass murders, and yeah. that's going to be it. Kind of like in um, Shaun of the Dead, I guess, because like the army comes and fixes everything, because like, <laughs> that would happen, right? Like, it would.
1: That's the whole thing. Like I feel like... A lot of the times, like not even just with zombie stuff, I feel like with other stuff too. It's like the the clearly obvious solution is our society's fucked up military industrial complex to this mm-hmm. situation. It apparently would have its uses in this in this particular predicament.
0: <laughs> and unfortunately, I feel like that's the sort of thing that makes the nutters try to justify, yeah. like owning guns or the military yeah, like the thing and is, their arsenals. <laughs>
1: yeah, that that stuff. It's all fantasy, guys. Exactly. Like, that shit's not gonna actually go down.
0: But zombies are more of a metaphor for kind of a consumerist culture. Yes, yeah. Especially um, later on, uh, the one that takes place in the mall, Dawn of the yeah. Dead, I think.
1: Yeah, that's the one I'm really interested to see, to be honest.
0: I had never seen any of those because I didn't realize that the that there were original versions of all of them back in the day. That are obviously going to be less gory, and I was just really afraid of the gore yeah. from the the remakes and stuff like that, so I never watched any of them. But I am very curious about that one too. Yeah,
1: I feel like yeah, because I feel like the gore aspect I I've mentioned this before, and probably in the other two episodes, is what really kind of kept me from watching horror movies. Yeah, same here. I think I think we had this conversation. I don't think we had the full conversation on the podcast. Did we? But um. But yeah, like, I just I just was never into it. So I'm glad we've been doing these, because these have all been movies I've enjoyed. I mm-hmm. guess because, like, they're older. Even Scream, being in the 90s, a bit older. Yeah. And, uh, it's not as, like, m- fucked up <laughs> in unnecessary ways.
0: Yeah, I mean, like we said, now that we're older, too, and we've seen more just normal genres... Yeah, that having have, tons of
1: violence and...
0: Yeah. You're more desensitized to the pretty tame violence in horror movies from even ten years ago, you know? Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of the most fucked up core happened in the past, like, like, I don't know, when Saw came out, probably, right? <laughs> I was, I think Saw, I think that was when I was in high school. I think that was, like,
1: mid-2000s.
0: Yeah, I think it was, like, 06 or 08 or something yeah. like that um, and this was 68, so it was almost to the 70s, um, boop-a-doop, so we also have that trope of, like, the dumbass people that are hiding in the cellar, and their daughter's been bitten, and Ben is literally like, you don't know what kind of diseases she could have from those things, like, the people on the radio are saying that they're coming back to life, is she even conscious? Is she gonna die? Like, he's thinking about, like, okay, she's gonna be one of these things. And there's always that stupid person in all of these movies that's like, no, no, I swear, it's just a scratch. I didn't get bitten. I won't turn, and then they have to shoot them, you know? Yeah.
1: That That is, like, oh, that's such a tough fucking spot to be in, though. It's like, yeah. you're the parents of this kid, and, like, you don't know for sure that that's what happened, either yeah and it's like you can't risk you know shooting or burning your kid alive and then it turned out no it was fine you didn't have to do that
0: yeah because i feel like that has happened in movies too where oh we think it's infectious just kidding it's not and now the person's <laughs> dead i mean i think that the solution would be tie the person up wait to see what happens yeah. right yeah,
1: f- just go full like that scene in tropic thunder <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) where Jack Black is, like, tied to the
0: tree. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm also, like, kind of curious, since it's the radiation, are they trying to say that radiation can transfer in a wound from one to the other... And that ends up killing her and turning her into a zombie, you know? Yeah, there's no
1: real logic to that. I feel like radiation was just kind of, like, the catch-all
0: thing that made things yeah. weird
1: back in, back in movies in the day. Like, something weird's going on, uh was just blaming on radiation and stuff. The Cold
0: War, it's the Soviets. <laughs> the damn um, Russians. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to mention, too, is, like, zombies kind of, in this movie, are... Like a, a Soviet fear, I feel like. Like a Red Scare type thing, almost. What,
1: what, may, what specifically makes you think that?
0: Just because, like, the radiation in general. Because everyone was scared of being nuked back then. Because they thought that the Russians were going to yeah. engage in nuclear warfare, you know? And it's like, oh, well, is this some sort of weapon that they've unleashed, you know? I don't know, I, don't,
1: I mean, the, the radiation generally tying into the Cold War, I get. But I don't feel like there is any, like direct correlation between like communism infecting the masses in this movie because they, oh, no. they don't really they don't mention the russians at least not that i remember
0: no i i meant more so just like the threat of oh like the a Cold general, War in general okay yeah, that, yeah sure <laughs> yeah i like my notes don't really have a whole lot of substance to them to be yeah, honest me with either you.
1: Th- this has been my whole problem this month it's like because i'm seeing these movies for the first time I'm like focused on actually watching them, and I don't have like a ton of notes for most of them.
0: <laughs> ho, ho! So now yeah, all I know of the, the times shoe. I don't have
1: good notes. <laughs> the shoe is on the other table, which is turned. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: good. Uh, I am so glad that Ben shot Mr. Cooper. Yeah, oh, he was God, like my Cooper. notes said, "Get fucked, Cooper." <laughs>
1: Just like when he was like punching him just over and over, I was like, Get him, get him. Yeah. (laughs) And you're the sole voice of reason in this movie, (laughs) please.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the the other guy and his fiance or wife um, are like trying. uh,
1: Yeah, the other guy at least was like, Well, let's think this through. And then the wife, like the wife or fiance, whoever she was, stupidly ran out. To them in the truck, and I'm like, Girl, what are you doing? Yeah, why you can't help? Like, I understand, but just no, oh, just no survival instinct at all.
0: Christ, (laughs) yeah, run into the burning building, you know.
1: It's not like you have some information you need to give them, or you're like, Oh, I also know how to drive the truck, or anything. It's like,
0: (sighs) (sighs) uh, it was, I guess, inspired by I Am Legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is funny, because then they remade I Am Legend, and they were, like, really freaky fast zombies Yeah. with the Will Smith movie. I hate that movie. Yeah,
1: I I haven't seen it. I only know that the ending of it is very different from the book.
0: Yeah. Well, they actually filmed two different endings of it, too, and I think that I like the the alternate one better.
1: Yeah, that's the original ending, I think, from the book, yeah.
0: isn't it? It's just really sad. Like he loses his whole family, and then all he has left is the dog, and then the dog dies. And I think in the, the, you know, quote true ending that's in the theatrical version of the movie, he dies. And it's just like God, come on, <laughs> this is fucking bleak. Yeah, I just I hate I. I liked this movie because even though Ben does die, and it sucks and it's tragic. It's not bleak for the entire world. Yeah, yeah. And I I really hate when there are zombie movies or horror movies in general where it's just like, you get to the end and it's like, it feels pointless because it just is so bleak and hopeless and, okay, so this is how it's going to be forever now, you know?
1: Yeah, it just just basically feels like depression the movie, you know, (laughs) when it's like that. Because... Like that's how it feels when you have depression. Like there's like, what's the point? What what was the point of all that? What's the point of continuing? (laughs) (laughs) We're getting dark. Feeling sorry.
0: (laughs) That's been my my voice in my head all this time. (laughs) Um, No, I'm totally fine. It's totally fine. Um, This the headline for the article after the article that I was reading on not a living dead trivia says Robert England got paid to throw dead leaves around the original Halloween set <laughs> that's <laughs> Freddy Krueger <laughs> it's just I like that really fun. that's
1: really fun yeah that's fun that's good cute. I like
0: that. <laughs> um so I don't like I don't think that I have too much more of substance to say about this movie specifically just because I feel like if you want to read about or hear about how zombies are, you know, a reaction to the capitalistic, consumerist culture of the past 50 years, then there's plenty of other people who've done whole essays on that, and I just don't really feel like delving into it besides mentioning it. Yeah, I also, right?
1: like, yeah, I didn't get that specific vibe from this movie, though. This
0: one, no. The, I think it's definitely more, um, Dawn of the Dead.
1: Yeah, I feel. I think that's probably something that, like, once they had the concept, they decided to, like, delve into it more. Yeah. And be like, what else could we make this symbolize? Like, why does this particularly feel so scary? Yeah. What else can we apply this to? That is something, I mean, because I know zombies at this point, they're, like, so worn out, and, like, that whole fad has passed with zombies, and everyone's sick of zombies and everything, but I feel like... You can use this as a way to comment on a lot of things. Yeah. Like there's a lot that you can say and use zombies as like a symbolism or metaphor or allegory for something else. There's a lot you can do with zombie as a concept. So I think that's why it got run into the ground so much too, because everyone just like was like, Oh, everybody likes us, it's popular, it's run within like a million different ways and it just kind of like petered out on its own but mm-hmm. i think i'll probably get another resurgence at some point maybe like another like 10 years or something like that oh I yeah i definitely one.
0: think that all of the the classic kind of monsters will always come back yeah zombies werewolves vampires yeah what's the, I... what's, the what's the new craze right now what's the i don't i mean like kind of not really, like still kind of zombies. I think I feel like that's the most recent one because what? The Walking Dead is still on, but like I mean, like definitely it, fading. Yeah,
1: no, it's. I feel like it. it the, it's popularity has
0: definitely passed because
1: yeah. you, you you remember for a while there was zombie shit fucking everywhere, video games, movies, TV shows. It was all over the place. Yeah,
0: like first it was the the vampire resurgence from like Buffy, and then later on Twilight, which was like bad. Yeah, what it. I think the new monster
1: is just, like, some, I don't know, just, like, vague psychological things (laughs) (laughs) manifesting. (laughs) No, I agree.
0: I was just gonna say with, um, I think that we're going more in the direction of, um, like, a quiet place and hereditary and stuff like that. I think there's, in The Conjuring, I think it's more of, like, um, possessions And vague monsters that you don't really get till the end and there's a lot more um allegory and metaphor the monster inside us all you know that sort of thing and you know it follows a sort of a um a metaphor for assault even though there is like a a true monster in the movie it's not just in someone's head but it's, it's sort of a you know metaphor for like sexual assault um but yeah, I don't... Like, I, I watched a movie last night called The Black Coat's Daughter, and it had Kiernan Shipka and Emma Roberts in it.
1: Oh, that's... And...
0: Did they play sisters in that movie? <laughs> um, so, spoilers. Like, okay. I'm just gonna give, if you care about watching this movie, to, to skip, like, five minutes ahead. Um, so they're not sisters, but Emma Roberts is playing her nine years in the future. Oh, And I thought that it was extremely obvious from a very early point that there were two different timelines. I was like, okay, so she's her, right? Because, like, they look the same. And there's also plenty of clues. And then they literally explicitly tell you. And I didn't think it was very good. It was all atmosphere. It was all setting a tone, but then not having anything of substance until later on in the movie. It was, like, trying to fill for time using spooky music which was good but if you just put spooky music yeah, over not... a shot of an empty hallway it's like oh yeah we get it it's an isolated it's... abandoned place like we've established that already there's yeah, no symbolism not here to
1: sustain an entire film
0: <laughs> no i like and i apparently do not share the same opinion on this movie as anyone else because everyone else on the internet has been praising it or being like I didn't like it because it was confusing, and I'm like, what could you possibly have been confused by? It was so (laughs) explicit. Like, literally, there was like, I explained the entire plot at the end, like, recapping it because we were like, really? You know? I explained the entire plot in like five seconds. It's not like a, a difficult thing to grasp onto, but basically at the end, there's people that are like, oh, well... Maybe there wasn't even a demon that was possessing her. Maybe she was schizophrenic and she was hearing voices, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, honestly, I'm really sick of everything being a metaphor. I like movies that are like, yeah, you might be able to draw this metaphorical conclusion. This might be an allegory for something else. But there is really a monster in this universe. I don't like the whole like, was it really a demon, or was it her own demons haunting her? Because it's also kind of offensive to mentally ill people. Yeah it's,
1: it, it, yeah, it's it's disrespectful to mentally ill people, and it's just, I don't know, it makes me really uncomfortable, Yeah, because it's like, these are, like, real mental illnesses that people have, and just kind of, like, I mean, I do understand that, like, there is, like, a frightening aspect to that, that you might want to explore in film,
0: mm-hmm. but, like,
1: I feel like it, it does more harm than it does good most yeah. of the time from what I've seen.
0: Like, and I feel just like... And it kind of, like,
1: I don't know, it just plays with it. Like, oh, it's just, like, some, something we can play around with rather than something actually serious that real people deal with.
0: Yeah. Like, I feel like in The Babadook when it's basically, you know, depression, I think that that was done fairly well um, from what I can remember of the movie that wasn't the child just screaming. He was a very annoying little boy. Um... <laughs> That was it was a rough movie to get through for me <laughs> as someone that like is not around kids and is not used to hearing them like shouting and stuff, um, but I feel like they you know there was enough of it throughout the movie. They showed her struggling with depression herself, and as the the monster as sort of a manifestation of that made sense. But to just be like, and obviously it's not even the filmmakers saying this for sure, so it's not like it's the filmmakers' fault. It's you know when people are theorizing oh, well, she probably had schizophrenia because she was, like, a little bit spacey, and then also she, you know, was possessed, but maybe she wasn't possessed. And it's, like, it's also kind of saying that, like, anybody with schizophrenia experiences hallucinations the same way and will kill people, which isn't true.
1: It's not exactly the right word, but it also feels like sort of like a fetishization of mental illness in that way, whereas, I mean, I haven't seen The Baba Duke, obviously, but that feels like it was more like a sympathetic like, portrayal of, like, grief and depression, mm-hmm. and, like, sort of exploring that theme rather than using it, oh, she's crazy, <laughs> or was it a monster, <laughs> yeah. you know, as, like, a gimmick.
0: Yeah, and especially the ones where it's, like, they don't give you a solid answer to it, like, are they, are they experiencing reality differently, or is this a real thing happening, and it's just a metaphor for it? I, like, I, I don't think that you need to leave stuff like that ambiguous. No. You can't be, like oh, well, you know, it could just be a different reality and they could be making the whole thing up because it just doesn't seem fair and it doesn't seem like honest storytelling. It's kind of like the, was it all a dream? Sort of plot device. Yeah, know? yeah.
1: Like, plot device,
0: that was the word I was yeah, for. Thank you. <laughs> like, instead of, oh, it was all a dream, it's, oh, it was all in their head, it was all a mental illness. Like, no. As
1: opposed to, and uh, using that as just kind of like a cheap cop-out rather than actually exploring that yeah. As it should be explored. Because there are movies where, like, it it is, like, uh, like, Black Swan, where it's kind of like, oh, is it, like, really happening, or is she just, like, fucked up? But it's, like, not used as, a, like, a fake-out kind of thing. It's what the story is about.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, sure, you could say those things are scary, but you just, you have to deal with them right. Like, there's so many horror movies or or stories that also send her around, like, an insane asylum. And it's like, (sighs) oh, it's just... But, like, I mean, it's like any old hospital. Just people are getting more therapy. And if you want to talk about, like, how they used, used to, be, to be like
1: really fucked up places
0: yeah like like there was a lot of abuse and stuff like that that happened but if it's set now I don't know if that's really yeah, it's the just like responsible oh, thing oh psychiatric to
1: wing of a hospital
0: okay <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah it's like oh make a horror story in the maternity ward now <laughs> hereditary 2
1: oh my god let's write that
0: <laughs> it's like here's a horror story in the cardiovascular unit <laughs> come on <laughs> um so based like I, yeah I hated that movie and it, despite being made by the son of Anthony Perkins from Psycho um, I do not think that it was good just because it was atmospheric and I don't think that it was deep yeah. either everyone's like oh it's so deep Probably they think they probably
1: just like think it's supposed to be deep because of the atmosphere. Yeah. Atmosphere alone can't sustain an entire feature film. No. It it, I didn't think it could be in a very important component of whatever it is you're doing. Certainly I I certainly would not begrudge a movie an atmosphere that matches its plot and what it's trying to say, obviously. But it it can't just be atmosphere. It's like why am I watching this otherwise? Like Yeah, exactly.
0: Like, for more than five minutes? No. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I wanted to talk about other zombie movies, though, too, since this is... Uh, the zombie the movie. The Mac Daddy movie. The Mac Daddy. <laughs>
1: the, the Zaddy zombie film.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I feel like most of the zombie movies that I've ever liked are ones that are satirical or, like, funny. Yeah. Like, I I like Zombieland and I like Shaun of the Dead, and Fido, um, is one that probably not a lot of people have seen, but... I've never even heard of it. What is it? Basically, it has a similar, um, zombie inception premise as this, where it's the radiation or something, and everyone is actually just fine with it. Like, people live alongside zombies, and when Hmm. you get buried, you get buried in, like, a special... Your head is separate from your body, <laughs> and they actually keep the zombies as like servants and pets, and they have like collars on them. So there's kind of some commentary <laughs> happening there, um, and the kid that it's like a status symbol. So like the the kid's from a poor family, and he they don't have a zombie, and he wants one, um, and he finds one. I think it's like escaped from a, a research place or something and he's a little bit different than the other ones i think he's more like cognizant um and he bonds with the kid and you know the the zombie like helps him with his bullies and stuff like that (laughs) what was (laughs) this movie made um probably like 2010
1: (laughs) um it sounds like an 80s parody movie
0: yeah (laughs) especially
1: with the helping him with the police part i immediately just pictured
0: like late
1: 80s early 90s (laughs) (laughs) he's like riding a skateboard he's got like a backwards hat on or something he rolls on up
0: (laughs) i think the aesthetic of the movie was kind of mixed of like 50s and 80s i know that there was like a 50s element to it like i think it was one of those movies where they're like kind of in that fallout mindset like what if all of our energy came from nuclear power or whatever yeah um uh, trinity from the matrix is the mom in it (laughs) weird things that you remember like way later on in life yeah I, i feel like i've always liked movies like that more so than movies like the remake of dawn of the dead or 28 days later or i don't know i can't even think of any others right now besides like resident evil i like resident evil even though like they're not good movies but (laughs) they're fun movies (laughs) i never saw those either yeah Uh, the first one is not as much of a zombie well yes the first one is more of a zombie movie than some of the other ones i don't know it's there's more going on than just zombies that's
1: (laughs) yeah that's what i mean
0: I wasn't even, like, totally aware that it was, like, I don't even
1: really know what the Resident Evil movies are about, to be totally honest with you. Yeah. I just know it was, like, when they came out, it was just not my scene.
0: Yeah. (laughs) In regards to films. That was one of those, like, horror movies that I watched back in the day where I was like, oh, I'm a hard-ass, and I can watch (laughs) Resident Evil, and it didn't bother me that much, you know?
1: (laughs) Uh, Did you ever see Warm Bodies? Mm.
0: Yeah, I kind of liked that movie too. Although I there was some weird too. stuff.
1: <laughs> it was it was silly, but it, it was like self-aware in its yeah. silliness, I feel like.
0: Yeah, I feel like they're definitely when there was the resurgence of zombies in in recent years, there was always that self-aware element to them. Yeah, because they're like, "Yeah, yeah, we know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we know you're we sick to death of seeing this stuff, but" I mean, it did at least, I mean, it was based off a book, I think, wasn't it? Yes. And, um, so, I feel like it did kind of, like, at least add something new to the conversation of zombies in a way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's also, like, even Nicholas Holt as a zombie, yeah, Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's I mean, cute. yeah, <laughs> he's very beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> he is, he's got, like, a
0: pretty face.
1: He does, especially in A Single Man. Oh, man. <laughs>
0: I haven't seen that
1: one. Oh. He looks really good in that movie. Probably because Tom Ford was shooting that movie, and he was like, Nicholas Holt is beautiful. Yeah. It <laughs> framed every shot, so he looked as beautiful
0: as possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, too, because I watched Skins, and that's, like, where he got his, not start, because he was in About a Boy, but that was his main, like, I'm a grown-up yeah. role, I think, and he's just such a little shit <laughs> in that show. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Never saw skins either.
0: I feel Oh, man. <laughs>
1: There's a lot of stuff I haven't seen, too, guys. I'm sorry to shatter any illusions
0: you may have had. Yeah, you're not just sitting in a room full of TV screens consuming yeah. content 24 7. Yeah, no. I'm not one of those. <laughs> <laughs> the way some people talk, it's, it makes it sound like they're like people that just go to the movies every single week and see, like, multiple. And that's fine if it's, like, you're in the industry, it's your job, or whatever, but I just, I can't do it, you know? I, I mean, I would, if I could, I should have gone
1: on the movie pass train while it was still <laughs> in full steam, but, like, I yeah. also, I just, oh, man, get, leaving the house, it takes so much effort.
0: Yeah, I don't <laughs> you know? the house. I don't like that. That's not about my life. I don't know. <laughs> leaving the house. Yeah. stupid. But I guess it was this movie was supposed to be originally an alien movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. They all they even mentioned that like a few they kind of allude to that a few times in the movie too. Yeah. But, but like I think the...
0: that I'm most scared of aliens. Really? Like in 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 movie stuff like not like the threat of it constantly like in my life in real life Oh well, yeah 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 of course but <laughs> movie monster aliens because there's nothing that you can do like if someone else makes it here in a spaceship you're fucked yeah if they if they want to hurt you because like they obviously are so much more advanced yeah because it's the
1: they're even here in the first place
0: yeah because it shouldn't be possible <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anything's yeah. possible if you believe in yourself. <laughs> yeah.
0: We just rewatched Galaxy Quest recently too. so... Oh yeah, Galaxy Quest. I love that movie. Yeah, it's a good one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're getting quite off topic, but yeah, yeah. I don't really have that much more to say about it either, except in the beginning. Johnny reminded me of Brad from Rocky Horror.
0: Yes! Like, is was it not like, the same guy because he does... He, no, it's not... That's not
1: very Bostwick. It can't be him. I yeah, I don't think it is, but... Yeah, it, um,
0: it, there's no way it's the same guy. That whole beginning scene of Rocky Horror feels like a... a oh, it has
1: to be an homage to this movie, yeah. honestly.
0: That's the word I was trying to think of. Sometimes, you know, I've been out of college for, like, four years now, and I just get dumber and dumber every day. I just forget <laughs> words... Well, I've been out of college for 10 years, (laughs) and I still
1: remember the word homage, Lita.
0: Well, you're just smarter than me
1: in general. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We're the same level of smart. Yes. We're both very special girls. We are. (laughs) We're, like, so the same in a lot of ways, to be
0: totally honest. That's true. (laughs) My dog has just got her head on my knee and is whining at me because she thinks it's already her supper time and she just wants to eat earlier and earlier every day. That's, you know, she would eat me if I was dead. She's like a little zombie. (laughs) We joke about it all the time because she'll just like, if you don't make her go away, she'll just incessantly lick you. And she's always trying to like push us down the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, your dog's trying to murder you? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She literally will, like, get so excited that you're, you'll be going down the stairs, and she'll come up and headbutt you, like, literally, like, bump her head against your butt really hard. Aww. And she's tripped me several times like that. Oh. she's an evil. <laughs> evil abomination. I'm picturing
1: her looking up at you just like the biggest puppy dog eye as me, so she's evil.
0: <laughs> she's not looking at me right now at all. Oh. She turned her back on me.
1: She's like, well, you think I'm evil? Fuck you. Uh,
0: Yeah, I think that she understands more than she uh, lets on. (laughs) Anyways, so we've talked about zombies. We've talked about horror movies. We've talked about normal horror movies and meta horror movies and zombie movies and funny zombie movies. We've talked about, I don't know, trivia and mad libs
1: (laughs) which you didn't do for this one
0: i didn't do a mad lib for this one no i do have some like halloween questions okay (laughs) but they're dumb so prepare yourself this is just gonna be like a conversation pretty much (laughs) um so what is your favorite candy
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs> I told you it's dumb as I smack on my airhead. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, man. Uh, I feel
0: like this, this episode should have been, like, more meaty, but I've just been in a really weird mood, so I have Yeah, and
1: also, I, I don't have much to contribute because I don't really know too much about horror films. Uh, my fa- I like how you, you ask me a question about candy and you unwrap candy and I can hear it so loudly in the microphone. ASMR uh, oh, airheads. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's kind of a toss-up. I don't know, because it depends on my mood. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I just want, like, some plain old m ms Other times I want Snickers. And other times I want, like, a Kit Kat bar or Twix. So I would say those are, like, my top four. <laughs> so you're, like, a chocolate person. Oh, I'm, I'm 100% a chocolate person. Like, regular, like, hard candy. I just, I gotta really be specifically in a mood for that. That's not the stuff I reach for. I, the closest I would get to that would be, like, Starburst.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, I do love some Starburst. I definitely uh, like normal candy more than chocolate, but we just bought a bunch, and I'm discovering that I don't like a lot of what I used to like. We bought Skittles, and I hate them now. Yeah, I never like Skittles. <laughs> the the fun flavors, like the the dark Skittles or whatever, they're pretty good, but the basic ones suck. airheads are still pretty good but only the blue and raspberry or blue and cherry sorry um sweet tarts are still pretty good no i like me some chewy (laughs) sweet tarts
1: your your opinion's wrong sorry (laughs) sweet tarts are not good anything cherry flavored isn't good either
0: (laughs) i like cherry and blue raspberry the best
1: I can't eat anything cherry because when I was a youngster, I had a very uh, <laughs> severe dust allergy and I had to take medicine every single day for it and it, it was like a liquid medicine it tasted like cherry and now I Ew, forever yeah. associate the taste of cherry with medicine and so no, any doctor pepper disgusting oh no cherry cherry anything is just no ugh gross don't like it and That's I have the to final take... <laughs> That's the final answer on that subject <laughs> i had to take robitussin
0: a lot when i was a kid and i feel like that is supposed to taste like cherry but it is such a specific flavor that it's it hasn't ruined actual cherry it's like they invented their
1: own version of cherry for robitussin
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah i'm not really like a chocolate person that much because most of it is milk chocolate and milk chocolate upsets my stomach because i'm lactose sensitive <laughs> milk chocolate
1: oh man this is like I love dark chocolate, and, like, so many people disagree with me on this, and I'm like... The very dark chocolate's yes. If, once you're getting, like, to 80% above, that's... I, I get why people don't like that, because that's very bitter, but, like, when you're in, like, the sem- the 65 to, like, 75% range, that's the sweet spot. <laughs> yeah. It, it has, like, an actual taste to it, as opposed to just, like, we needed to coat this thing in some kind of thing. Let's we'll just put some milk chocolate
0: on it. Yeah. Well, and, um, it's, like, dark chocolate is better for you because it doesn't usually have dairy, it's, like, supposedly good for your heart, and it doesn't always have as much sugar. Yeah. Which is, like, the thing that makes chocolate really bad, like, yes. the fat and the sugar. The actual yeah. cacao is fine. Yeah.
1: So what other, what other <laughs> Halloween questions?
0: Um, so what was the best Halloween costume you ever wore?
1: Ooh, ooh, that's a tough one. Um, oh, trying, I'm like going through a montage in my head right now. Um, oh man, or like uh, couple best,
0: like your favorite. How about that? All
1: right. <laughs> um, my Silk Spectre costume was really good. The it was the one. Uh, the silks, the original Silk Spectre, uh, from the Watchmen movie. That was a really fun costume, and it was like, cause it was like, it was like a a sexy costume. But it wasn't like very revealing. Yeah. And like the wig I had was really cool. It's like mangled up now. And also I would <laughs> say runner up is probably as far as like costumes I bought pre made from the store, that's definitely number one. But as far as ones I put together myself, it's a a toss up between the time I was female Will Graham from the NBC Hannibal show and just because that was just fun, that was just fun for me. And yeah, actually, my one. costume this year, Judy funny, because <laughs> it was just very me. And then also there was the year I didn't, I couldn't afford to buy anything for Halloween, and so I decided, to, it was this was such an insensitive, awful costume. But I went as the Gulf of Mexico oil spill.
0: Oh God! Yeah, I just
1: dressed in all. I didn't put on blackface. Please. Let's clarify that. I did not paint myself black, but I just wore all black, and I, like, drew a bunch of, like, dead fish and, like, taped them all over
0: myself. Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: because I thought of it, and I was like, I have to do it now. This is too good.
0: <laughs> uh, so, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I think that the most, um, like, odd costume I did in that same sort of vein was I went as Green Grapes one year. Like, I wore all green. <laughs> tights and everything and I just blew up green balloons and safety pinned them all over my shirt nice (laughs) so like trying to like traverse people's front doorways like when they had like you know if you have like columns leading up to your your front door or something like a little entryway type thing yeah and trying to like traverse those because some of the people in my neighborhood had them it was definitely interesting and um (laughs) I just had my friends pop all of them at the end of the night, like on me. Oh, <laughs> <Aww. Aww, that's laughs> so cool. it made it kind of fun. I definitely lost a couple during the the night, but I thought that it was a pretty clever costume. I think that year we went with one of our really tall friends, and we had a lot of people being like, "How old are you guys? Are you guys <laughs> supposed to be trick or treating No. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I, I stopped. think we were like fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, that's
1: when I stopped trick or treating, yeah. and the second to last year I stopped trick or treating. I forget if I ever told you this story. Um. I was, like, going down the stairs from someone's house, and it was really dark. They didn't have any lights on in their front yard, and there were, like, roots from a tree on the oh, stairs. No. I tripped over the roots. I landed right on my front tooth. Oh, God. It hurt so bad. My friends were laughing. They didn't know how hurt bad I was hurt. I chipped my front tooth. It still chipped. It oh still has a chip. And that's, that's the origin of that, but that hurts so much. I'm surprised the whole thing didn't just come
0: out. I know.
1: I'm surprised, too, but yeah, it just, like, it chipped the front, and you felt, like, the shock go through, right through yeah. your gums. I was like,
0: oh, God. Uh, I know exactly how that feels, too. I, I actually tripped when I was little, um, running through somebody's yard, and I had, like, one of those little pumpkin buckets and the, the strap snapped and all of my candy went everywhere no. and I got like so dirty because it had like rained or something so oh. there was just like grass stains all over me and I'm pretty sure I cried really hard because oh. I was like, I ruined my costume, I feel so bad, my mom's gonna have to try to get the stains out oh. and my candy's everywhere and it was like wet and gross. Yeah, I would have been like, more upset about out. the candy than the costume. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, it was just embarrassing. And I, I don't know if I was, like, running away from something that I was scared of. Like, if somebody had a mask on or something like that, you know? Mm. Or if I was, like, happily running out to the, the road back <laughs> to my dad. you
1: skipping along and then all yeah. of a sudden
0: your yeah. entire life falls apart. But yeah, I, know- I think my favorite costumes I did were probably, like, Starfire. When I was in sixth grade, my mom helped me, um... Well, she, I think she just made the costume. But she also made my neighbor a, a raven cape and helped her with her costume, so we went as Starfire and Raven. That's cool. And I don't know, I've had a lot, a lot of really cool costumes. I made a Alice Madness Returns Halloween costume mm. a couple years ago and like made all the accessories and everything, like did paper mache of an angler fish that was part of her bow, And put, like, LED lights on it and, um, paper mache the knife and everything. Wow, that's so cool. I never,
1: like, when I was, like, younger, I never, like, went all in on my Halloween costumes. I still don't, really. Yeah. Just because, like, I don't got the patience (laughs) and, like, it's a lot of work. And, but one person I know, she, uh, Bonner, who was a guest on Baby Geniuses, (laughs) uh, she always had the best fun. Costumes. Like, my mom still talks about the one she had when we were in second grade. She was the Mona Lisa, but she was the painting.
0: That's she had, so like, cool. the
1: frame around her, and she was, like, the painting of Mona Lisa. That was really cool. That was great. I it love did.
0: really creative stuff like that. Yeah. Just in general. We we made a lot of my costumes, because um, I always wanted to be stuff that you couldn't buy at the store. Yeah. Or, like, my mom would be like, we're not spending $50 on this cheap, horrible material that yeah, going that's going to come apart, you know?
1: Yeah, that's been my thing as an adult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just, like, I'm not paying 80 bucks for something I'm never gonna wear again that's, like, really cheap. I'm yeah. just gonna make something with stuff I already have or, like, like with my Judy Funny costumes here, stuff I can wear again. I can yeah. wear that purple dress. I can wear
0: that whole outfit out. It's like a look, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm doing this year. But, um, um, I don't know. I was always, like, I always wanted to be, like, random character from this movie or this book i always wanted to be like like i was padme one year oh, i nice. was sailor jupiter Ooh. i was electra which was we did buy a pre-bought costume for that and it was horrible and it fit me terribly and i looked disgusting in it <laughs> um god who else was I? I i was the powerpuff girls one year oh i can't like we didn't make those ones. They came as, like, a three-pack set. So it was, like, all three Powerpuff Girls. You couldn't get just one of the costumes. You should so have, was like, all three changed Powerpuff in Girls. and out of
1: all three of the costumes during the course of the day.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I had different... I wore all three of them for different activities throughout the month because oh. we had, like, a parade at school and a fall festival and trick-or-treating and Halloween parties and stuff like that. Yeah. Um... So, my next one talking about Halloween parties, my next two actually. Are you good at bobbing for apples? I've never
1: bobbed for apples in my life. (gasps) Gasp, really? I haven't because I'm allergic to raw apples. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, so I can't.
0: (laughs) You can have cooked apples though?
1: Yeah, I can have apple pie, apple sauce is fine, apple juice. That's so bizarre. It's the the pollen inside the apples is what I'm allergic to. (gasps) That's crazy. Yeah. So if you like if you put the apple in the oven for a little while, I can eat the apple. It'll be mushy and it won't be like a raw apple, but I can eat it.
0: (laughs) I didn't know that there was a difference.
1: Yeah, there is. It's the it kills when you bake it it kills the pollen inside it so I can eat it.
0: Hmm. I mean I wonder I wonder if there's something similar like that with my lemon allergy. It might be. I haven't tried because it makes my throat close up so I don't really Yeah, that's not really
1: worth it. Yeah. It was, like, that's me with the, the hazelnut allergy I developed a few years ago. It's, like, it's my favorite yeah. nut, and I, but, it, you know, it's not worth getting cold sores over, certainly. Oh, jeez,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, I'm pretty good at bobbing for apples, but it's super unhygienic, so. Yeah. It always seemed gross to me. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Like, when we did it when we were older, we tried to, like, be as less, like, the least gross as possible, you know? Like, yeah. Hey, keep your spit in your goddamn mouth. <laughs> like, I know you're not really supposed to do the thing where you get it by the stem, but, like, just go ahead and try to do that. Don't just, like, hork a fucking loogie in the <laughs> tub.
1: See, I'd be so worried about, like... Also, I have, like, a really small mouth. I feel like I wouldn't be able to do it if I did just grab the stem <laughs> with my mouth, you know
0: what I mean? Yeah. I wouldn't get in there. Yeah, I feel like I always would, like, cheat a little bit because I would always look for ones with stems. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've also
0: never been to
1: any parties where that has been an activity. Really? Yeah, I've never... Like, because the thing is, I didn't always used to be solar store raw apples. I used to eat them once in a while when I was a kid. So I know how they taste, which is mm-hmm. why I miss them. But, like... <laughs> but, yeah, I, I was ne- yeah, I was never somewhere where that was, like, a thing people were doing.
0: I think that it's only been... I like two or three of the events that I've been to and like, you know, you, you don't want to do it if you're around a, a big crowd because oh no. you don't know the germs other people have. Ugh, God, yeah. I feel like it's a frowned upon type activity now because like, you know, germs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only 90s kids remember.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like, why don't you just spit into each other's mouths, why don't you? We could. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever done the mummy wrap? Like, taking the crepe paper and, and wrapping it around somebody? Uh, I th- yes, I think we
1: did that once. I- I'm-, I'm remembering doing it in school, weirdly enough. I don't know when this was, but I remember being in a classroom while we were doing it. It must have been during some Halloween party at school or something.
0: Yeah. I have, like, a race or, like... See who can do it the fastest, yeah, or, like, yeah, the most yeah, colorful. yeah. I think it was like a contest, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we would always do those at our Halloween parties, and I think we did it at a couple school activities too that like weren't directly tied to Halloween. Just, just for funsies, you know. Yeah, <laughs> just wrap someone in toilet paper. Why? Why not? You know. Yeah, we use crepe paper, the, the stuff that you use, like with the party streamers, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can get them in like all different colors, and yeah, you'd have different colors, and each team got a different one, whatever. (laughs) I miss having Halloween parties. We used to put on some really cool ones. My mom always goes, like, really all out with theming and, like, decorations and stuff and party favors, and, you know, she'd come up with, like, like, tombstones with puns of our names, like, of everyone coming to the party, and... (laughs) That's so cool. Different treats and stuff. Like, she'd do the, like, peeled grapes in the bowl, or... Stuff like that. I don't know. I it was really cool. Like, full ham on
1: Halloween. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I'm like looking at my notes. And
1: <laughs> I tried drawing the the one uh, the fiance her hair. I tried
0: drawing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh man, her hair's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked the little girl too, that with the garden trowel. Yeah, that was I think that, that was fun. Comic scene, <laughs> like you know what's gonna happen, but it's still like, oh man. <laughs> yeah the sound effects during that scene were
1: ridiculous oh yeah. yeah the sound effects this whole movie were just kind of like
0: weren't <laughs> yeah like they the, weren't that great the sound design probably could have been better but i yeah. mean it was made on like 150 grand or something like that yeah it was pretty low budget they did their best yeah i'm excited for halloween it's in a week from this recording pretty yeah. much you got gonna, plans? Uh, no. Aw. We don't <laughs> you're have You're in Seattle, yet. you could
1: go to, like, a party or something.
0: Yeah, we're probably gonna go see if there's, like, an event at a bar or something like that. We're gonna see this weekend if maybe there's some stuff. I'm still not finished with my costume, like, we just bought stuff for it the other day. Like, I have the main things that you can be like, oh yeah, you're that character, but I still have to do a couple things to make it, like actually a costume, you know? Yeah. Um, And it was much harder to find some of the accessory type things that I thought I could use, so I still don't have gloves and I bought material to make a utility belt. Like, I'm literally just gonna cut, like, a couple strips of fabric and then like sew a little pouch on each side of it and put it through my shorts that I have, because I'm gonna be Terra from Teen Titans. And... It's like such a simple outfit, but it like of course I always I always pick the thing where I'm like, "Oh, it's going to be really easy to pull off." And then it isn't. <laughs> yeah. Like you would think that there would be some sort of utility belt thing that I could buy that wasn't like a tactical military utility belt <laughs> off Amazon. But whatever. Yeah. I I
1: basically did already my big Halloween thing, which was the party last weekend. Yeah. And uh I might be hanging out with Bonner on Halloween itself. But other than that
0: I don't really have any plans. Yeah, it's weird cuz it's on a Wednesday. It's always it always sucks when it's on a weeknight because it's it, like, it, yeah. If you can go trick or treating, sure, like if you're a kid, it's you go out for an hour or two and you go trick or treating and it's a weeknight and it's fine. But if you're an adult, you're not going to go trick or treating no. and you can't really go out and get hammered. <laughs> yeah, on a Wednesday. It's like no. Yeah. So it's all
1: like the weekend before and that sort of thing. And there was one year a couple years ago, me and Bonner went to this one party in the city for Halloween. That was a David Bowie Halloween party.
0: That's fun. And it,
1: yeah, that that was that was lit. <laughs> <laughs> we got very drunk.
0: <laughs> Off of a
1: drink that a cocktail that was made for the event called the Thin White Duke.
0: <laughs> wow, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know that there's gotta be tons of crazy stuff going on here, but then it's like, it's going out on a Wednesday night, and I don't really, I don't really know about that. Yeah. There's apparently a morgue here that is a haunted house now, like, it's a Mm -hmm. historic morgue, but apparently there were actually people that were, like, massacred there. There was some sort of murder that happened there. Mm. And I'm like, it kind of feels a little disrespectful to make yeah, it into a haunted house. Yeah, when that
1: shit like actually happens, and then you make it into like some kind of gimmicky thing yeah. for Halloween, ugh, that's I feel like that's really gross.
0: Like I'd be super into it if it was just a historic tour that was like spooky because it's spooky in general. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't want to go and have things popping out at me. I hate haunted houses. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> have a fight or flight response that will. <laughs> Just I don't know. Like I, I hate them. I don't like being people jumping out at me. I used to scare my friends, so I think that it's only fair that I'm terrified of. Yeah, of that's that's some nice karmic justice right there. Yeah. Well, you know what? I had a Ouija board, and I had a lot of friends who were religious, <laughs> and. <laughs> I don't believe in them, so I thought that it would be fun to give them a little spoop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ouija boards! Yeah, good
1: times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know that mass produced by Hasbro. Yeah, um, that's like
1: you know legit. It's legit. <laughs> no, the
0: like glow in the dark planchette. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, I feel. I feel like I have told you about this. I don't
1: know if I ever mentioned on the podcast. But there was that time, I had a Ouija board, and I was at day camp, and I had, like, these two friends at day camp, and I was like, these seem like some fake bitches. So, like, <laughs> so, like I asked the Ouija board if I should trust them, and it's spelled out, you'll see, but, like, phonetically? Mm-hmm. That was kind of interesting.
0: Interesting. <laughs> I mean, like, it's so, it's so easy to move it, like... It is. To push it on, like, one of the other people, you know? Yeah, but no, the thing is, I was just doing it by myself. Oh. <laughs> there wasn't
1: anyone else there. I was just, like, sitting my hands there, and it, like, spelled it out phonetically. So, it must have been, like, a subconscious thing in my head at the time. But I, I was like, oh, wow, that's... I was like, what does this even spell out? And then I, like, wrote it down. I was like, oh, you, you'll
0: see? Ooh. <laughs> Demons with bad spelling. <laughs>
1: yeah, they don't know how to spell, so they're, like, um... <laughs>
0: And those girls are now um, embezzling and participating in tax frauds, so you, you missed fake ones there. I mean, yeah, they very well could be, who knows? <laughs> Just invent a whole story about them. Yeah. I don't remember what their names are even, so it doesn't matter. yeah. Man, that really annoys me when I can think of a story or, like, think of a person's face and I can't remember their name, so you can't even, like, internet stalk them.
1: Yeah, I very vividly remember what they looked like. And the thing is, I I have, like, an old diary from that time that has their first names in it, I'm sure, but, like, I wouldn't have thought to put their last names down, so I can't stalk them. Yeah. Darn.
0: (laughs) I was just reminiscing on, um... I shadowed a girl at a charter school that I was going to go to for middle school, which didn't happen because charter school is stupid. Yes. And it was really far away and they don't have any buses or anything like that, so my mom would have had to drive me there every single morning and I would have had to be up so early and none of my friends from elementary school would have been going there. Um, But I just remember like, I can kind of remember her face. I can't remember her name at all, but she introduced me to the song albuquerque by weird al (laughs) (laughs) and she was a cool girl so i hope that she's doing well in her life but i would never i don't know anything about her like i don't remember her name at all i mean i just remembered someone else from that day it wasn't
1: the one of the people i was talking about before i just remember her name was isis oh my gosh yeah <laughs> that would have that has bad connotations today Ooh, yeah yeah i know
0: somebody um I, in college we met somebody named isis we went to a house party at her her place that she was renting with roommates and she was very sweet <laughs> we didn't really talk about the movie too much this time but it's okay yeah i mean there's not there's not a whole lot to talk about i don't think besides no. like you know, we could have gone into the implications of is this, you know, a commentary on the Vietnam War, or the I don't think civil so. rights movement, or <laughs> no. any of those types of things. I don't think
1: so. I don't think they were thinking about any possible symbolism of force too deeply in this first iteration. The, the other ones, yeah, for sure, especially because one of the sequels takes place in a mall, yeah. etc., but I don't think... He's, I think for this filmmaker. one, they were just like, let's make something scary.
0: Yeah, he's a good filmmaker. There were... Like we talked about, all the shots were composed really nicely. I I really liked a scene where uh, when Barbara first comes into the house and she is sort of like framed in shadow yeah, and it's very isolating and it's sort of that dawning of the realization of what's happening for the audience and for her. And I really like that.
1: There's a lot of like, like like this movie used Dutch angles but it didn't use them like excessively and they Mm -hmm. felt like they belonged
0: where yeah. they were
1: so i thought that was really cool
0: yeah i mean it's a nice cap on our spooky month i think yes um we've kind of covered like we we covered a, a good a smattering of horror yeah. and talked about other horror within each of these episodes yeah. so i think that's I
1: think fun. i think i will watch more horror movies after doing yeah. this i feel like my not my, not disdain, but just kind of like, and nah, I don't want to watch this thing towards horror films is kind of going away now. So good,
0: thanks, Lita. <laughs> I mean, it is a really awesome genre because you have so much uh, creative potential for practical effects and for interesting music and interesting shot compositions and commentary on real world events and. Plenty of people have used it for that in the past, and it's not, you know, nobody thinks highly of the genre. It's not some highbrow genre where you're yeah. in it for Oscar bait, so... Yeah, the, and the, when that does happen, too, I
1: feel like people try to distance the movie from horror as much as they can, which yes. is shitty.
0: Yeah, and it sucks, because some really good films are in, in the horror genre. Yeah, and
1: it, it's true. It is, like, of course they're shitty horror movies, but they're also shitty movies of all genres. Mm-hmm. you know and like it it fear is something very visceral and speaks to something very deep inside of us and it's something that can be explored in really really artistic ways in various different uh, formats and stuff yeah. so I, I don't know why it gets such a bad rep it's strange to me
0: yeah i mean i think that uh, like i mentioned with all the recent ones that have been coming out that are more so um you know metaphorical type movies yeah i think that uh more of those are going to start getting more recognition i mean get out already had some awards yeah recognition. i think yeah i
1: think we're definitely leaning more now towards like quote unquote highbrow horror films yeah Is like the trend we're on right now
0: but i do just hope that it doesn't End up becoming something where it's all Oscar bait, you know. It, you, know you know that's going to happen. This is what happens
1: with <laughs> this is what happens with every trend, though. Is the whole thing is like people run it into the ground, and you yeah. know, in a couple of years, we're probably going to have like a whole bunch, like too many of them, and we'll be like, okay, can we get back to like the stupid horror movies now, please? <laughs> can we be- get back to the bullshit?
0: <laughs> yeah. You know what I really want is I want some really good, actually scary monster movies, and I want vampires to come back, be actually scary again. Yeah, like, scary scary vampires, vampires, scary monsters, not, like, making fun of or trying to flip everything on its head and be like, oh, these are vampires or these are werewolves or these are fairies or these are, uh, the Loch Ness Monster, but there's a twist and they're not actually bad and this and that, like... Just make everything scary again. I mean,
1: if they're making what we do in the shadows into a TV show or something, right? Yeah. That's going to be fun. I mean, it's not really what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But still. (laughs) It'll be fun, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that that's it. I'm sorry that we didn't, you know, go into really deep discussion, like, film theory discussion of this. Listen, anyone
1: who listens to this podcast, they're not here for pontificating, and that's why we like them. (laughs) Because yeah. I'm not here for pontificating. I don't want to. There's like it. a million
0: other podcasts and <laughs> where you YouTube can listen series, to some film
1: school white dudes talk yeah. about film and sound Go really watch a Christmas Stuckman
0: review Why Don't Chill. <laughs>
1: yeah. You, there's plenty of other places to go for that. If you want to listen to us talk about a movie and also bullshit about other things, this is the podcast for you. Yeah, come hang out. We're, we're your friends, you know? We're all Let just us... sitting around bullshitting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Let us know what your Halloween plans are, and maybe we'll hit you up for those.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Speaking of which, uh, you can tweet at us mm-hmm. at YWT Podcast, and please rate and subscribe to us on iTunes, because we're the best.
0: Yeah. I don't know why you haven't already been doing that this entire... Yeah. Like, how do you not have 50 sock puppet accounts just to give us five stars on iTunes? I know. ITunes? It's just, it's just rude, honestly. Yeah. so get on that and in the meantime I have been Lita I've been Jackie and this is Why Haven't You Watched That